Welcome to the New Monks. This podcast is dedicated to those of us on the journey of evolution. Through these episodes, we will dive into the lives of individual people and discover what they have learnt and how they have handled their growth. We believe that we all have wisdom to be shared with each other and can learn from listening to each other's stories. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you feel like leaving us a review and sharing the love, that would be greatly appreciated. So this is just a heads up because, you know, there's a lot of information that is coming to light at the moment. And through these episodes, each person is going to share a different side of that for them. Now, this isn't to say that every single thing that is shared here is going to be 100% accurate, you know. It's just not where we are right now. It's just not the case of the unravelling and the disclosures that are being revealed to us. Obviously, things are always, always changing and in one moment something can be so real and so true and the next moment is completely shifted and changed into something else. This is the journey of evolution. This is the journey of incension that we are going through right now. So this is just an invitation that you're discernment is really really important as always as usual please take what resonates and leave the rest thank you hi and welcome back to the new monks podcast today i am speaking to reina who i have wanted to speak to for a little while another person who i found throughout this madness online who was speaking really powerfully and really authentically and really empowering and every single one of her posts is just hits me straight to the core so I'm so grateful that we were able to have this conversation and the conversation was also just so powerful it's quite a long episode but I'm just so happy that we were able to have a really casual conversation, raw, open-hearted, real talk about what's been happening and our experience of these past few years and, and coping with that. And obviously she has this story of being in an abusive relationship for 20 years. So this was her background and, and she gave birth at the age of 15. So she comes from a very unique experience. And as she says, you know, this was the path that she chose for herself in order to initiate her into what she needs to be learned into this warrior so that she can speak up during this time and what I loved about her story as well is that in 2020 (laughs) she said her voice just opened up and she and you know this phrase came to her that said it is time and that was that and then since then she's been speaking for people who are also on this journey and on this path to support us in this transformation. So this is a really raw, authentic conversation. And we're not, we're speaking here on a resonant frequency and not to um, shut down anyone else's experience at all in any way. This is just experience of both of us. And the story of how one woman came from a really chaotic, 
upbringing and walked into an abusive relationship, had a child at a very young age and then was able to completely shift her life around into a moment where she is now speaking with so much power and so much self-love and so much authenticity. Hope you enjoyed this episode. So yeah, thank you so much for joining us here in this podcast series. I, yeah, yeah, I feel like you were one of those people that I stumbled across your Instagram because actually I went through this phase where I unfollowed everyone around 2020, 2021. And then I was just like, I don't know what happened. It just didn't feel, and I just think I was just feeling this kind of split. And then basically, then I started finding people who were really speaking authentically and you were one of them. And um, I don't know, ever since then, your posts have just been so spot on, <laughs> like bang on the money, but also amazing because I find them very empowering, you know? Because these are crazy times. <laughs> so crazy. So yeah, so, thank you. I'm so yeah. in here intrigued to hear the story. But anyway, as I usually begin, if we can just take a few deep breaths in and out before we start. And then just tell us how you're feeling right now. Excited and um, honored to be here. Amazing. Thank you. So you were just explaining now that you are in uh, British Columbia. And also... I love how you were, just before we started, you were saying about how you feel like you found your purpose during these times. Do you want to speak a bit about that? Sure. Um, you know, over the past couple of years, a lot of people have asked me, uh, they've assumed that I've always been this vocal uh, and this powerful and, and, and confident. And um, the truth is not like not, not even close, not even close. Um, for the most of my life, I knew, um, I knew things weren't right. I knew something wasn't right. I could never really put my finger on it. Um, I signed up for quite a tough journey this time around, mm. but it's made me who I am today. 
And um, just a short history. I, um, I, I had a, an interesting, a bit of a rough upbringing. Um, my house was a war zone. Um, and then I had, um, I became pregnant at the age of 15. Wow. Yeah. And um, I mean, 20, 32 years ago, that, that was something that was not okay. And it just didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I gave birth to my son and I raised him. And uh, it was, it was really a difficult path that I followed. Um, I then entered into, and my son today is just, is just flourishing. He's wide awake. Um, wow. Wide, wide awake. Amazing. Um, at the age of 32 and is, is just, is doing incredible and is basically a, a lover of the land. And wow. yeah, so, you know, I once again honored to bring, to bring him into, uh, bring him into this world. Did you but, raise him um, Sorry? Did you raise him alone? Um, I raised him for the first probably five to seven years. It was with the help of my family. Um, my family really helped. Without my family, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it. Um, but yeah, then in my early 20s, I just, I, I was a mother. I, that was, that was my thing. I was a mother and I was going to do the best I could to, to, to raise my son while raising myself, right? Because that's what happens when, when you're a young mom. Um, I then entered into a relationship that, um, it was my teaching relationship. It was my, it was my lesson on, it was my big lesson on this earth. Um, And I struggled all of my life with self-worth issues, uh, confidence issues. I actually hated myself for most of my life. Mm. Most of my life. My my self-talk, my negative self-talk, my my hating of, of of my very being ruled the majority of my life up until probably about I made the big turn probably about about 10 years ago now. But it's it, nothing came easy. It, it, every I've, I've read probably every self-help book I've 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 gone into my what I call my spiritual basement and I've sifted through everything. I've dug through everything. I just um I think because I was so full of unworthiness and full of self-hate, and I'm finally in a position where that no longer lives in me. I just feel this incredible need um, to tell people that. That's no way to live. It's no way to exist. Um, it's simply a program. 
<laughs> I'm just getting huge goosebumps. <laughs> And it's funny, too, because I've always considered, you know, people ask me, have you always been awake? Well, in what aspect? Mm. I've always, you know, I, I never really belonged. I got fired from I don't know how many jobs because I just, I, I couldn't work a nine to five. Wow. It just, my soul wouldn't have it. Um, I always knew something was off. I never really belonged. I was kind of always the, the odd or the black sheep. Um, of any group, but um, when March, it is just, it's just so cool, when March of 2020 hit, at first, I was like, oh, geez, this is, uh, this is not good, and then a couple weeks later, I was like, no, wait a minute, and, and I remember we were sitting in our living room, and I just blurted it out. I said to my boyfriend, I'm like, it's time. He's like, what? And I was like, what? <laughs> like, I didn't know where this came from or what it was. But I said, it's, it's time. And I just had this rush of, it wasn't fear. It was this rush of, it's finally here. This rush of excitement. This rush of urgency. And it took me you know, a little while to, to understand what was actually the magnitude of the, of, of the time that we had entered into. And um, once it clicked, I became unstoppable. Like, I actually became unstoppable. I think I marched in, in every freedom rally here. My voice, I don't know where my voice came from. Um, it just appeared. My passion for what was happening, my passion for spreading the truth, my passion for empowering people to face reality and, and understand what was happening, it was absolutely unstoppable to the point where I had family that stopped talking to me. Um, not my close family. I'm lucky. My close family is awake. My mom is awake. My brother is awake. Um, my son. I had friends, colleagues, completely unfriend me, block me, stop talking to me. But it didn't matter. Like, it just didn't matter. And I thought to myself, for a girl who, when I was in my early 20s, I had such bad, bad self-worth issues and anxiety issues that when I was getting ready to go somewhere, whether you know, it was something to do with work or, or, or a, a social function, I would actually shake and perspire. I was so nervous. I was so nervous. So it's just, it's a beautiful thing to, to, to look back and, and look at where I am today. And then I just have this insane, <laughs> I call it insane because it just never stops. This insane need to show people you do not have to live like that. And you are this powerful being that no matter what you've gone through or what has happened to you, you don't 
have to live small or insecure or insignificant. Wow. <laughs> so powerful. I feel very deeply resonating with what you're saying. And um, I mean, my journey has been so similar. I feel like I grew up in a bit of a war zone. That's all I knew. And I was so shy. It's the same. It's true. It's, it's almost like people see where you are now and don't realise the journey that you've been through. Like, I remember once in this English class, we had to do a presentation. I'm sure you would have had that. And I was standing and my, I was reading off a piece of paper and my hands were shaking. So it was just so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. And the same thing, like since 2020, it's just unlocked. <laughs> completely, completely unlocked. Mm. And, and, and yeah, like it's just, you know, and it was funny too, because you know, sometimes when my my mom would say, Well, geez, or maybe you should tone it down a bit, or my boyfriend would be like, maybe you should just, you know, tone it down a bit. And even though logically in my mind, I'm like, maybe I should. You can't. You can't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't. And uh, yeah, I love that. And I love what you said as well. You said that you're finally at a place now, because I was I've literally been saying this to friends. Because I've just released my debut EP, like my first project. And um, I feel like every time I've released music before, there's always been this bit of like concern. Oh, people going to think this time there's just none of that. <laughs> it's like, this is me. <laughs> it's amazing. It's, it's, it is. It's, it's, almost, it's almost surreal to me anyhow. Yes. Yes. No. You're like, who is this girl? But it is such, you know, an honor to have her finally step forward. Mm, yes. And what a more important time on this planet than now, which, you know, leads me to believe that, and I mean, you know, I come. I believe that we we choose everything. We yes. chose to come down here at this time. We, yep. we choose our parents. We we choose yep. choose everything. Unfortunately, we don't remember this when we come. Yeah. Down <laughs> yeah. You know, but you finally come to a place where you're like, okay, it, it's okay. You know, everything that I experienced was just an experience. I chose it. And I often say, if I hadn't gone through what I went through, all the trials and tribulations of, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be who I am today. And that would just be, you know, that wouldn't, that would be sad because it's finally just a good place to be. And when you find your purpose, I'm searching my whole life for my purpose. And when you finally find it, it is just, it's a feeling that is just indescribable, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. 
That's amazing. Yeah. So how would you describe your purpose now? What is, how does it look? It is, my purpose is to be a guide and a light for people who are aware of what is going on. Um, that haven't yet fully stepped into all that they are. A lot of people, um, what I'm finding is that a lot of people are aware that, you know, what's come down in the last two years, obviously, has not been what it's said to be. But a lot of people don't know how to get inside. Yeah. And that's where the that's where it all begins mm. and ends. Like you know, everybody wants to change the world. But if you're not willing to change, to take a look at yourself and peel back the layers of the programming and the conditioning and and everything that we've been told we should be and need to be we're going to be stuck in this um, we're going to be stuck in a limbo because what's happening right now as you know as a lot of people know I mean this we're in an evolution of consciousness we this is what we're experiencing the awakening on this planet is never in the history of this planet has never been as massive as it is. And we've, we've hit that light quotient where we're not going back. We're going forward. But in order to move this along with ease and grace, we need to, we need to take a look at ourselves because that is how we make change. You know, I say our outer world is a reflection of our inner world. And that's, that's energy, that's, that's physics, that's, it's just what it is, mm. you know, and the deception is so deep and our programming is so deep that, and I still on a daily basis, you know, I don't want to put out there that I have it all figured out because I don't, I still, I'm very, um, I am much more aware of my triggers and why is this coming up? I'm much more aware of it and I catch it much more quickly and I typically turn it around faster than you know I used to but I still struggle all the time too but the difference is is and I think this is really important like a really important message that I try to get across to people is that you can exist in these times because they are extremely chaotic and extremely fearful and you can also do your inner work 
and you can still exist in a state of mostly peace and joy and and you can be quite content in these times mm. it all has to do with just mm-hmm. you know mm. uh, feeling for the lack of a better word so true the crazy thing is it's mm. it, it's it's actually such a simple concept mm. it's just such a simple concept but yet it's not <laughs> and you know, we've, unfortunately, we have been taught the emotions of shame and guilt and resentment and, and you know, typical, so everybody's ashamed of what they've done and what they haven't done. And we just hold this, um, this heaviness inside of us and it's done on purpose and it's done to keep us small when you know, our trauma, and I, our bodies, our subconscious mind and our bodies, as far as they're concerned, trauma is trauma. Us as human beings in a third dimensional reality, there is trauma that is so horrific. And then there is trauma over here that you know, it could have been, you know, your mom yelled at you mm-hmm. when you were two. The subconscious mind and the body don't differentiate mm-hmm. the degrees of trauma. We we do. We do. And the thing is, is that all we have to do is just accept. That we're human and understand that we're not what happened to us. They're, they're experiences. And the more we begin to, to bring up all of that trauma that we've tucked away throughout our time on this planet, because there's nothing enjoyable about feeling, you know, icky feelings, right? Nothing. And when we're children, we don't have the capacity to even begin to understand what is happening or why it's happening. So we just tuck it away. And then unfortunately, this earth is so dark and dense that it just keeps compounding. You know, it's the way of the matrix, it's the way of the system. And as we go through life, it just keeps us small and keeps us insignificant and um, we don't typically even have a chance of realizing who we truly are. Mm. That's all change. Mm-hmm. It's all um, change. It's a very powerful message, like what you said at the start. You, you don't have to live like that. <laughs> Yeah. What? So how I know that um, speaking online is part of what you are describing as your purpose. Does it come out in other ways as well? Absolutely. Like I just, it sounds kind of 
cliche, but it's just who I am. <laughs> it, it, it doesn't matter if I'm, you know, in a grocery store at a family gathering or talking to a friend. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just who I am. Yeah. It's always a topic. It's always um, a subject because it's that crucial and important. Yeah, so true. It is. So when did you start speaking online? Hmm. Shortly after, well, it was probably the spring of 2020. Mm. And I got brave. <laughs> and then the more I started doing it, the braver I got. Mm. And then the louder I got. Mm. And it just came to a point where I was like, geez, all right, this is it. This is time. It's time. This is what that message was. You know, it's time to go. And it's, you know, it was, um, it was difficult, but it wasn't. I mean, again, I lost, excuse me. I was a mortgage, I'm a mortgage broker. Um, And I bet you three quarters, maybe more um, of my colleagues you know, blocked me or, or stopped talking to me or whatever. And and at first I was like, Oh, you know, like it's, it's stung. But in all honesty, this last two years, almost three years, I have, um, it's like my circle of people got a complete purge and the people I have in my circle now that I have met are some of the most beautiful souls on this planet and um the way it was supposed to be mm. it was the way it was supposed to be and i mean i i hold no ill will we everything is as it should be everybody has their own journey um at the beginning too i was you know i thought you gotta wake people up no we don't wake people up we don't wake people up. We speak our truth. We shine light. Um, we embody who we are. We embody our own truth. But um, we sure as heck do not wake people up. That is. Um, everybody has their own journey. Everybody chose different experiences on this planet. And, you know, something um, that I, um, you know, grew into is that who's to say what people are doing is wrong for the decisions that they made to come down here to do? We have no idea. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. And I mean, you know, some of these people that still do not see what's happening, maybe they're not meant to. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they're not meant to this time around. Mm-hmm. I am fairly certain that I have been around here many lifetimes, and I wasn't awake. I was on the other side, you know, of this duality that's on this planet. And everybody plays their own part for everybody else. I mean, we're all one, 
my belief. But everybody plays a grand purpose. I mean, if, you know, so many people say to me, and it still happens to me, you know, if I see somebody outside with a mask on by themselves, I'm like, oh my God, Jesus, really? And that's a big trigger for a lot of people. But the beautiful thing about that is you have to thank that person because, and you have to show gratitude for that person because they're mirroring back to you. They are helping you process and excavate what you need to so you can fulfill your role to an even higher degree. When we can, and right now is not the time, there's a lot of work that humanity has to do because you just go online and all, all you see is ego and fighting and I knew this and I said that and I'm awake and you're not and you're the reason it's like it's like watching children (laughs) you know it's like it's like watching children fight on a playground (laughs) and throw blame and project and all it is is just nobody wants to look at themselves mm. you know mm-hmm. and I mean you know there's a lot of people that don't understand either what is yeah. um what's occurring and I, I understand that and it brings up their own shadow and that's what we're seeing you yeah. know that's what we're seeing we're mm-hmm. seeing the collective shadow and we're seeing the individual shadow like we've never seen it before yeah totally so are you still mortgage working now? I'm still, like I still have my license. Um, and I will still do files, but my, I am focused on my, um, my clinical hypnotherapy. Oh, yeah. Started off a Patreon community. Amazing. Um, that's my focus for Amazing. sure. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So how long have you been doing the hypnotherapy? Um, I've been doing the hypnotherapy for probably about six months now. I just, um, wow. yeah, I completed the training. My mom was a hypnotherapist. Mm. Uh, I myself, I've always, um, contributed. I don't think I would be where I am today if I hadn't, um, found this incredible hypnotherapist back in Alberta when I was living there. And, and gone through the things that I went through with her. It's just, it's just such a incredibly transformative uh, practice, mm. you know, to be able to go directly to the subconscious mind and kind of sidestep the overthinking mind is just so productive and and so incredibly transformative. You know, people um, people go to talk therapy for years, but everything that happens to us, everything, every, almost every illness that we present with, um, 
there's always a root issue. It, it's not random. And yeah. you didn't lose on the genetic lottery. You didn't. Yeah. There's there's always a root issue that um, that's responsible for. Our bodies, our bodies are are incredible machines. They're 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 incredible. They can do amazing things. We've just been made to believe otherwise. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Self healing. Self healing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And that's great that you're doing that. Um how do you interpret that phrase now? Uh it's time. Um It's time to it's time to heal. It's time to fully step into my purpose. Even though I'm scared shitless some days. I'm like, and 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 it's true, like <laughs> you know, to to put yourself out there, um, it's scary. And it still is. But I've learned that you just bypass the scary and, and, and you continue on because there's, this is a greater purpose than, than what your fear is, is, you know, trying to, trying to do. So it's just, people need to understand their power. They've got to understand their power because there's nobody coming to save us. Mm -hmm. And that's not a popular statement because that puts all the responsibility on us, right? Mm -hmm. Like sovereignty is radical responsibility of self in every single aspect. Yes. And to take that kind of responsibility, holy man, do you ever have to look at at yourself, every nook and cranny that typically we've been running from for years. It's how yeah. the system, it's how the matrix works. Works, yeah, that's so true. And there's no shortcuts. There's no shortcuts. Mm. None. The only thing that I like to preface is that um, I believe that the amount of lights on this earth now and the the increase in frequency we can most definitely when we're doing our inner work it's happening a lot more quickly yeah definitely whereas you know say even 10 years ago yeah. 15 years ago it's you know i remember like dry heaving in my shower and like spending days on my couch as you're just like you're pulling this stuff up um, and it's, you know, again, you know, I, I, I did it for over 20 years, but I do believe there are no shortcuts, but I do believe that, um, the time, you know, is, is, is shortened just because of the yeah. increased frequency in the light here. I totally agree with that. I feel like since 2020 time is working differently yeah. and things are happening faster definitely yeah. it's amazing what okay i'd like to rewind a bit because 
it definitely feels like you've done a lot of work on yourself. So how did that kind of process start? And yeah, what was it that, how did you become to be this, you know, seeker? <laughs> it, um, it just happened so, so slowly and so gradually and I think a lot of people, I know I did, you know, they expect these, like, these, these big ahas, these Mm -hmm. big transformations, these, everything is okay now. And that's not how it happens. Um, It's not how it happens. And the most notable thing that. I always like to talk about because I think it's really, really important is that when you're in absolute despair and depression and just, you know, when you just feel horrible and you don't know if you can go on because I've been there many times, I would always put a little sticky on my mirror in my bathroom to remind myself of this because when you're that down and you're that dark there is a magnificent shift that is on its way always without fail always when you feel you know like there's no point or you don't want to do this anymore and you're not worthy of anything, the light comes. And it's almost, it's this ebb and flow, I think is the best way I can describe it. It's this ebb and flow. And and the more you ebb, the more you begin to flow. And all of a sudden, and you kind of don't even realize, and then all of a sudden one day you're like, Jeez. Well, I feel pretty darn good. Mm. Oh, wow. I love that. Yeah. And you're a little bit more aware and you're a little bit more aware of yourself. And it's just this steady mm. process. Mm. That totally makes sense for me because it's just time. It works in a really strange way because at some points you're really stuck in the emotions and, and something, you know, but you're right. And then all of a sudden you look back and it's like, hang on a minute, what? <laughs> I'm in a completely different place now. And oh. those things that, you know, were affecting me before, just totally not anymore. Yeah. And it's just, yeah. And when you can sit back and like, see that, you think to yourself, like, how beautiful is that that just you know what you went through what you allowed yourself to feel and now here you are and it's just there's something really beautiful about it I mean Mm. we're you know we're convinced and we're taught that doing the inner work is like just this you know nobody nobody's nobody wants to do it right yeah there's just this incredibly beautiful 
metamorphosis that happens when you just surrender to it, you know? Mm. Yes. It's funny as well because, like you said, for you it's been 10 years, for me it's almost eight. And it's and it just moves and then it, and it's quite a long time, you know? But then it's like, oh, wow, like, you know, it doesn't, yeah, it's funny. It is. Like, it's, it's almost, it's, you know, it's hard to, to put into words too. Yeah, definitely. And, and I'm assuming that, you know, it's, I mean, it's it's similar, but yet it's it's different for for everybody. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, my um, my big shift was when um, I finally realized that I used to have a really um, negative overthinking, like my mind would drive me insane. Let alone the people around me. Like it was just always going and always what if and what are people thinking and and, and the negative self-talk that would happen was was out of control mm. one day I just realized like it was gone yes yes just gone just gone I love that I was just actually going to comment on that what you said at the beginning you had such hatred towards yourself and I had the exact same and I didn't know, I didn't realize. Yeah. If that's what happens when you're unconscious, you know? Yeah. That was my own in- ignorance. <laughs> Mine too. Yeah. And then it was meditation. Just that med- me meditating allowed me to listen to how I speak to myself. And then at one point I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> this needs to change. But and also the same, the same point. And now it's like, wow, it literally doesn't happen anymore. And it is. It's. It's just like it's. Yeah. And and you think back to how it used to grab a hold of you, and you're mm. just like, oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I. This is the conditioning. I feel like this is literally a lot of us. You know, I used to look in the mirror and I used to honestly say such bad things to myself. Me too. Me too. And even for me, I mean, my big thing, um, like I've always struggled with my weight. Always. From the time I was a child. Well, not child. Teenager. You know, I would go up. And then I would go to, like, it's just, it's it's always been a struggle for me. And... That was, I was so incredibly hateful and mean to myself over how much weight I was carrying at the time. Like it was in, in, oh my God, you know, what we do to ourselves is, and it's programming. It's so true. It's programmed. It's totally. And this is the way it's designed. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. It's the way it's designed. Mm-hmm. And once you can start to comprehend that and wrap your mind around it, you actually, first, you get mad. 
Yes. I did anyhow. Because I'm like, who are these fuckers to program me to think like that? Mm. Right? I feel like as well when you realize it's like I went through a process of really feeling more and then basically the the thoughts that I was saying it became really hurtful and you stop feeling it then it's like this needs to change <laughs> what was it for you do you think obviously it was a process over time but how did you come to recognize the conditioning <laughs> I think I got um I got so depressed and so I got to such a low point in my life. Um, you know, I was also in, um, in an emotionally abusive relationship, a marriage for 20 years, 20 years, close to it. Anyhow. Wow. Yeah. Long a, it was a long time. Wow. Um, yeah. And I mean, it was, you know, it was, it was, he had a narcissistic mm-hmm. disorder. And um, towards the end, where I was like, okay, this is, I'm, I can't do this anymore. I got to such a low point that um, I slowly started digging myself out and it just it was just it was it was a culmination of everything of everything so when did that uh relationship finish uh where are we here we moved to bc in 2016 mm-hmm. 15, 14 about 2013 is when mm. around there there's some power is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know, I can't remember where I, I heard something or it was a podcast where I read something. But in the timeline, it was around 2012. It's kind of when stuff really started. Um, mm-hmm. You know. The frequency started increasing and we started like doing what we needed to do to be where we are today. Yeah, coming online. <laughs> totally. And, um, you know, I look back now and it's like, it's so true. You know, 2012 hit and, yeah. and I was in probably the darkest place I'd ever been in my life. And I left my marriage. I think I went back like four times. And then... I was so mentally not in a good place. I stayed with my, I lived with my, I moved in with my parents for about a year just to recalibrate and, and get my mind right. Um, and then I packed up my suitcase. I moved to BC. Um, wow. I basically, yeah, left everything that I knew. I had a suitcase. I lost everything in my marriage, um, in my divorce, I should say. Yeah. And I moved to BC, you know, with basically a suitcase. And I built a lot I I built my mortgage business up again because I was mentally not in a good place for, you know, a couple of years. And then moving to a new city, well. So just 2012 on, it was just a complete 
um, shedding of the old, you know, doing incredible self-work, whether I wanted to or not, it was just, it was appearing. Whether I wanted to or not, it was presenting itself and I could either, well, I don't know. I just had to do it. Mm. And looking back, I'm like, ah, oh, well, it all makes sense now. <laughs> when you're in the middle of it, you're like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, yeah. How is this my life? Mm. But it all makes sense now. I mean, I can't even imagine 20 years. I was in an abusive relationship emotionally, mainly for one, just over one year. <laughs> years. And, you know, it's interesting, too, because it's like I always say if I, if I wasn't in the relationship that I was in, like, would I have caught what was going on right now? I don't know. Yes. No, honestly the amount of people who have been in abusive relationships who are aware I, I, that there's a connection for sure there is yeah. like i can spot manipulation gas gaslighting from yes 100 miles away let alone one mile yeah and one thing that's interesting i spoke to um cassandra she's actually also in canada yeah so she was also saying and i totally resonated you know, you would never imagine that you would be in that position to be in an abusive relationship. Like, before it happened to me, I was like, never. Like, I would never allow it. Next thing you know, and it's what's happening in the world. Now it's the same. <laughs> exactly the same. But once you've been through it, then you know. <laughs> totally. Mm. Totally. And you're right. That's what's happening in our world today. They are in an extreme extremely physically emotionally mentally abusive relationship with their government big pharma corporation religion it's endless endless yeah we're seeing it playing out on a world stage and there's just days where it's so surreal but then you just um you know, you kind of have to remind yourself that you just bring yourself back to yourself and you just have to be the light that you came here to be and, and you have to look after yourself. And, and um, but yeah, it's, uh, you are right with the relationships and being able to mm. spot it. I mean, I love what Cassandra said. She was literally like, we're in an abusive relationship with our government. thousand percent. I was like, yeah. One thousand percent. Yeah. And, you know, like, I don't know what you guys had going on there, but mm. when they, um, it was last year when they were pushing the, the shots on everybody, like our provincial, um, our premiers for our provinces were coercing people with $100 gift cards. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> they had all sorts going on here. 
you know, and, and I remember, I was like, how are people not seeing this? Yeah. But they honestly didn't see it. They didn't see a problem with it. Yeah, I think I saw something in the front of one of the newspapers. Like I can't remember what it was. Free Burger King or free kebab something. And it's like, what? <laughs> Especially with the levels, you know, you realise the food that they're giving free with it. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I joke too sometimes. I'm like, it's, it's, it's amazing that we don't have this like incredible PTSD from witnessing what we've been witnessing you know for almost three years now but um you know clearly we're we're here to to walk through it right yeah I mean it's it's very interesting because I feel like unless there's a level of understanding that we have to get to because otherwise we can be also um living through the struggle to see everything happening and you know it can be difficult to i remember i went to mexico for a bit during the lockdown and i just remember having this huge moment of realizing that not everyone is going to be coming with me you know and that's not easy either no yeah you know and it's and it it's 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 a somber moment when you actually you know sit back and because i know so many people who you know just didn't realize what was happening Mm -hmm. and as a human it's hard you know it's it's hard to to watch that and to accept it and, and to you know, fall into the, oh my God, well, what if, and, and what if that, like, yeah. but then at the same time, you kind of have to bring yourself back and go, okay, you know what, I have to remember yes. everybody is playing their part and everybody, yeah. and when I, I find when I bring myself back to that mindset, it is, it's just, um, you know, to, to go, to go through this. Mm-hmm. to go through that yeah and you're right it's very surreal because in a way we're just watching now we're just watching it play out <laughs> like I was talking to my girlfriend messaged me yesterday and she said like this feels like the Truman Show yeah no, t- like- <laughs> and then she posted I, yeah <laughs> it is and actually, you know what? One of my friends, back in 2020, before it all happened, we kept, I, I think I, back then I was like reading astrology, which I don't really pay attention to anymore, but it, something kept coming up for me, this Truman Show. And then she mentioned it and we were like, oh, hang on a minute, there's something. And then it just went. <laughs> I know. <laughs> mm. it's, it's wild sometimes. Like we'll even go for walks. When we go for walks and we'll kind of joke with each other. We'll like. That's unreal, you know. It's this is is you know are those people really there? And I'm like, well, yeah, but there's just so much more to. And the really cool thing, like 
you know, another really, again, cool thing that's happening personally to me is that as days go on and as time goes by, it's like, just, I see more and I feel more and I realize more and I discover more. And it's just, Mm. you know, there's this whole other energetic world and all of these other dimensions that exist and we're stuck in this third dimensional consciousness. So Mm. we never realize this, but my gosh, there is infinite potential and power and and healing and creation that is beginning to take place on this planet and it's for as dark and chaotic um, and crazy as it is at the same time and again earth right polarity duality we get to experience everything here so at the same time there are such amazing things happen. Yes. Yeah. We get to decide mm-hmm. where we want to direct our attention and our energy. So I remember what I was going to ask you. Um, it was just about raising the frequency and the light quotient on the planet. How do you interpret and understand that? Because I feel like it's something, I mean, I, I know what you're saying, but it's just interesting to hear what other people kind of yeah. think about it specifically. I interpret it and understand it from a perspective of each individual person. Every laugh, every joyful moment they experience, every moment of peace, every layer they pull off, of their programming, conditioning, indoctrination, every fearful thought that they can turn into a loving thought, seven billion people doing a simple thing of forgiving, loving themselves a little bit more, being brave enough to feel some trauma that's been stuck for God knows how long, Forgiving another human being, hugging another human being, that contributes mm. more than anyone can understand to the light quotient and the increase in frequency on this planet. So the joyfulness and to embody that is basically helping to bring more, yeah, to this. It's funny, isn't it? It's like a phrase, the phrase to, you know, enhance more light on the planet. And then when that happens, what's your interpretation? When that happens, and I mean, of course, it's just a slow, slow progression, but what's the right word for them? People call them the elite, the powers that be, they, them, whatever you want to call them. Powers that were. (laughs) They feed off of our energy that is how they exist that is how they they gain momentum that is how they gain power they feed off of our energy Mm. so and i always kind of use this as an example imagine 
And we can just look at social media. Like, let's just use it as an example. So we've got our politicians, our leaders, our public health officers, our, big, our authority figures telling us what to be afraid of, what should we do, blah, 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 blah. And then we have people who follow them and listen to them and either agree with them or, you know, tell them they're stupid and, and they get mad at them. And imagine the power that humanity would have if we simply ignored them. If we didn't follow them on social media, if we didn't comment on their posts, imagine how much power they would lose overnight if we just simply switched our attention away from them and towards one another. Mm -hmm. They would instantaneously lose their power. Mm -hmm. And we don't, people think that we need to fight this fight. We need to fight for our freedoms. And that is not true. We do not need to fight for anything. We've always been free. Always. We've been free to choose, do anything we want to do. But we've just never claimed it because we believed that we have to listen and answer to figures of authority who know better than we do because that's how we've been programmed to think. So there is no freedom to get back because essentially in the matrix mindset, you're not really free, but there's also no freedom to fight for because all it is is a change in mindset in order to exist as a free sovereign being. Like nobody is going to rule over me. They're not going to tell me what I should or shouldn't do with my body, what I should or shouldn't put on my face. Nothing. And to me, that is true freedom. Was there a time where I couldn't get on an airplane? Yep. That's okay. It, it was what it was because I still stood solidly in what I believed. And I respected my body enough to say, you know what? Mm. I'm good with this. I'm I'm good with this. And another thing that I realized early on is that when we can detach from things. So I detached from, you know, needing to go on my yearly vacation, I detached from it being really important to go to a restaurant with friends. I detached from, you know, going to my yoga studio and instead did it at home. When I, when I actually detached from these things that I thought I needed, it became really easy to navigate, um, segregation that occurred here, the medical segregation that occurred in this country. Mm -hmm. Because no matter what they tried to take away from me, 
I detached myself enough from it that I was like, To me, that is true freedom. You know? Yeah, I interviewed um, Pete Stone, who has gone deep into common law, and he's kind of um, speaking on that a lot, this English guy. Yeah, really good. And he actually said, because I always ask people what at the end, which you've kind of answered now as well. But yeah, what what is freedom to you? And then he basically, he said, it's the ability to choose, which is really interesting. It's almost an inversion of what we think it is, what, you know, the, the conditioning. <laughs> so true though. And it is, it's, it's the ability to choose. Mm, that's so powerful. It is. And you know, when you really, like when you really sit back and just look at the basis of, you know, being human and, and being on this earth, like concepts are very simple. Oh yeah. To, yeah. <laughs> They're so simple, you know, to enjoy the beauty of this earth, you know, and all that it has to offer is so simple. Yes. You know, when your mind is, um, programs it's uh it's surreal to watch really it's It's yeah it's very interesting because it's like or like you said here you know you couldn't go on holiday and in a way that makes it it feels like um to some people might seem like you're making that choice to and inhibiting your freedom you know what i mean but actually, it's like, no, but if you go deeper, you will see that actually that was my choice that I made. The, the, you know, it's like, yeah. 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 And it's. Instead of being manipulated into, <laughs> yeah. you know, and like you said, detaching from those things because. Oh, yeah, it's it's just manipulation. <laughs> All it is. I mean, you know, do I enjoy going for dinner and and, and you know flying here? Of course, but I have no problem giving it up if I'm going to stand true to what I believe. Take it away from me. I don't care. Yeah. And as it turns out, which I think most of us knew too. I mean, you know, it was all given back. Yes. Yes. It's just, it, yeah, it was a tactic to get as many people to take the shot as possible. That's all it was. It was a yeah. manipulation tactic. Yeah, completely. Oh, and then I was just going to mention NASA as well. Um, it's really interesting what you said. I came to that understanding as well these past few years is that everything is governed by consent here. So it's like we we give it away because we're scared mainly because of these things and and we are conditioned we believe that we're supposed to trust and follow you know what people are telling us to do but yeah this was the whole um awakening in itself to realize uh that's not true and then yeah so some people i know a lot of people who got this injection because they basically their hand was forced in a way but 
you know, they wanted it because they wanted to go traveling. You know, they chose that. And obviously they were told that they wouldn't be able to do it, even though I went traveling. I went to so many places. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, I know quite a few people, too, who traveled. No problem. Even yeah. throughout the travel mandates. Yeah, no, yeah, same. Same. So at the end of the day, it's I just it's interesting because I've he- I hear people saying, you know, it's really casual, like it's become so normal, normalized, you know, like, oh, I did it because I had to do this. I did it because I had, you know, I wanted to because I was trying to do this. And it's so interesting because it's not even necessarily, it's just obviously shows the manipulation, but also the way that it's just so normalized. It's like, oh, you know, I had no choice, basically. It's kind of what people are saying, but actually... You had a choice, and that was the choice you made. <gasps> and 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 to, to take it even a step further, you know, most of the people that I know, you know, I'm pretty sure everybody, to some degree in their life, was like, maybe don't do this. Something doesn't seem right. Yeah. Maybe don't do this. And that's still one thing that, you know, is hard for me to comprehend is that how many people disregard yeah. it. Yes. Their loved ones, their friends, yes. what they have to say, and listened to their government. Like, I don't know if I'll ever be able to comprehend that. Mm. To me, it's like, oh, Moses. Yeah. Your own family members are telling you what's going on. Like, yeah. literally, what's going on? Yeah. And you get mad at them and you follow what your government says. <laughs> to me, I just, I don't know. That's a tough one for me. Mm. I think for me, the hardest one is the people who were perpetuating the segregation, the medical apartheid. <laughs> oh, gosh. I know. See, I know. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. That, that's a hard. Yeah. That is hard. And I still, like, I, even today, you know, I like I look at them and I'm like, and I know, you know, and again, yeah. you know, it just brings up work within me, but it's yeah. like, holy smokes. Yes. Like, it's, it's, it's wild. It's literally just like, you're just going to abandon, not talk to you, your friends, your family. Again, just because, like, that's so distorted. <laughs> so distorted. And I guess, you know, what that does confirm is just the degree of indoctrination that has, you know, occurred. It's, yeah, it's unfathomable, really, mm. really, in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, good word. You know? And like you said, too, you know, about the normalization of everything, it's like we move, you know, I I move around the city here and, you know, the the commercials are complete propaganda. Oh. Your vaccine commercials and masks and, and, and there's plexiglass up everywhere and everywhere I go in, I'm like, are you going to keep this up forever? Well, yeah. yeah. Here we go. Here we go. 
I mean, here it's not like so bad. I think things have, you know, the some places have the glass up still, but I think a lot of it is kind of finished. But th there are still some. But every place here, so every um, big box store, I guess, for lack of a better word, they're all oh my gosh. Plexiglass everywhere. There's like still plastic covers on the debit machines. Um, a lot of places have signs where they strongly suggest you wear a mask. Like it's like it's propaganda. Yeah, <laughs> like on steroids around here. Oh yeah. Wow. Bus ads. There's big bus ads with people with masks on. Like it's crazy. There's this one. Um... It is, you're right, the propaganda is mad, but it's just slowly brainwashing in through the airways. But um, there's one when you get the underground in London. When I was, so I was in Mexico for a bit, I remember coming back and I heard it and I was like, no, that's freaking deep. Like the way that it just speaks, says it over and over and over on that's, the tube. That's the other thing. And it's on the yeah. tube, every tube, like literally all of the tubes and all of the buses. And it says, um, Something like, please wear your mask, da, da 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 And then it just goes, it's here to protect us all. In this weird, what, George Orwell way. I was, it's just like this, oh. <laughs> yeah, there's actually, there's even some stores that I can't go into because they play it on a loop yes. over their speakers. Yeah, it's here to protect, to protect. <laughs> Good Lord. And, you know, there's still people that, uh, that believe it. But that's their path. Yeah, this is, well, this is the big lesson, I feel like, for all of us. It's just re to be in total acceptance of what's, what's taking place. Yeah, I agree with you. Mm. Very much so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of I like this. A lot of people say this is this has basically been the choice point. One hundred percent. Mm. And it's mad because yeah. I just feel like people don't realize how big this choice. Was. They don't. Mm. They don't, and that's the thing too. You know, it's just um, you know, COVID was phase one, right? Like we've mm -hmm. got. Yes. You got a lot coming up. So yeah, I was actually gonna. That's what I was gonna ask you further. So you said that it was a lot of manipulation just to get people to take the injections. So what's your interpretation on why that is? <laughs> Honestly, um, deep. <laughs> it's deep, but we're we're witnessing a depopulation agenda. We just are. We are. I, it's not something that I like to talk about. Um, the only solace that I can offer when I make that statement is that the first and second shots, there were about 50 to 60 percent were placebos. Um, this, I know and believe it was just something. Yeah. It's something. That's really interesting because I feel like there must, I think that's true too as well, but I think some people 
don't necessarily agree, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's something that that I that I believe in. Actually, it that came to me, you know, quite some time ago. Okay. Um, that's what we're in. I mean, it's you know, again, it's it's not comfortable because I I know a lot of people. Um, yeah. Who've, made their choice but um and all i can do is is hope and and you know pray that what they took wasn't the real deal but this is the degree of evil that we're living amongst on this planet and i think you know and again that's that's the other thing i mean most people cannot even begin to comprehend the degree of evil that mm -hmm. Yeah. Is upon us. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And it's 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 hard to hold and mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, you you have to talk about it. Oh because you have to. Thank you. And that's I believe you know why one of the main reasons it's it's gotten to this degree because nobody talks about anything. Yes. And we've been trained. We've been programmed that way, right? Like I even think about my grandparents were like, well, you don't talk about politics. You don't talk about religion. You don't talk about money. You don't talk about any of that stuff. You sure as heck don't talk about anything that happened to you. Wow. So we've all been, you know, Condition to keep everything mm. inside. So, and then we talk about nothing. And the censorship oh, as well. Oh, yeah. Like, that's off the charts. Yeah. Off the charts. And that's the other thing, too. I mean, whatever, I guess. <laughs> if you can't see it, you can't see it. But I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, when you're getting censored online and they're yeah. giving you little you know, fact checkers, and they're directing you, like, they're directing you to, to the information they want you to see. see. Yeah, I know. And, I mean, I just feel like this is literally George Orwell, 1984. It is. <laughs> like, it is. And then that begs the question of, how did he know this? Yeah, I know. Like, how did he... I know I, I heard something I, I did read that book a while ago and I mean it was, obviously it was, it's so famous but then yeah recently I saw something about he said you know the future of humanity is like with um basically where everyone will have a boot on their head like a, yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah it's just um it's such a and it's such a an interesting wow. you know crazy beautiful yes time to be alive yeah totally and i feel like this is always how i describe my awakening it's difficult tough challenging it's amazing it's magical <laughs> all of the above yeah. all of the above yeah. and you know and i think the one really big lesson that I have uh, been taught in the last couple of years and that I've really put into action 
is that I never put things off anymore. I, mm. if I want to do something, I, I do it. If I have to say something, I say it. If I have to yes. forgive someone, I forgive them. Like, yes. you know. Yeah, because it's part of the healing as well, all of that. It is. Yeah. 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 I mean, listen, I'm so happy that you said, like, brought up this evil and just speak about it in a conversation normally, you know, because 100% is so important. And if you really want to understand what's happening, we have to be able to hold that to really feel. Yeah, we do. Because there's, and here, there's, there's not a lot of people um, that are talking about this. So yeah. we have to continue yeah. to talk about it. And, you know, the, the good and the bad. I mean, it is, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So do you, was that something you came across since 2020? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very much so. I guess because you had the relationship in the past, you started recognizing, and then I don't know. From there, must have been like, oh, hang on. <laughs> and then, I mean, looking back, I probably went into overdrive, you know, not understanding what I understand now. But we always do the best we can with the knowledge we have at the time. But I was like DMing people, messaging them, calling them, you know, sending them everything, and I'm like. This is what's going on. Don't do this. This is what's happening. <laughs> and they were like, what is wrong? With you? Mm. you know, and I mean, it, it did. It, it severed. Um, not severed, but it, it disrupted um, many relationships I had with people. But you know what? I'm OK with it. I did it from I did it from the goodness of my heart. I did it because I cared about them. Um, they unfortunately just weren't ready to to hear what I had to say. And, and I understand that, you know, and I think I, that happened to a lot of people too. Yeah, right? totally. Yeah. I mean, when you see yeah. something coming down the tracks, I mean, yeah. you got to tell people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have to share, otherwise, what's the point? What's literally, what's the point? It's just you. <laughs> it definitely happened to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like um yeah, it's such a it's it's so common, isn't it, for people to just not really get it. But when you I feel like for me these past few years, it's been like this huge gaping hole that was there regarding this world and this reality and why things are the way they were it's just it just was like ah now it so after that, so much made sense. So true. Like I can't say everything, but <laughs> but for the most part, it all yes. like all the dots have been connected, yeah. and everything, just about everything, like you said, yeah. it it all makes sense now. Yeah, yeah, literally, it's yeah. wild, and that's why it. I don't know. It's mad because it's like obviously it isn't everything, but these questions that we ask ourselves, you know, who are we? Why are we here? That's just like that it's been an unanswered thing you know obviously there have definitely been sages and whatever who go really deep but it's almost like this has been filled in a way (laughs) absolutely 
Absolutely. Mm. Yes, we're here for we're here for such a grand purpose. Yeah, man. it's grand. It's it's magnificent. It's 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 huge. The purpose mm. that we're here for. You know. Yeah. And I always say, like, it's an honor to be here. It's an honor to be here. But then I high five myself because I'm like, girl, you chose to come down here at this time. So good on you. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Like people, and it's funny too, because people speak about, you know, being the chosen one and, and what have you. And it's like, nobody chose you. You chose yourself. Mm. Give yourself some credit. Mm-hmm. Love that. <laughs> um yeah what's so the depopulation agenda yeah <laughs> why is that <laughs> um you know I, I honestly i'm not sure on their reason for it other than you know feeling a sense of superiority and 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 control um, I mean the way they look at humans is you know they look at us as as minions as uh, as vectors as which is sad but they do um, I mean, I guess you earlier you said as well, it, harnessing energy. I think harvesting even. So I guess there's that part as well. That too, yeah. That too. I mean, that's actually a good point. Yeah. And you know, we're we're kind of we're seeing it um, evolve now because people are starting to understand um, that they've been lied to and. And kind of what's happening and, I mean, what that's putting out there is, uh, you know, it's what they're, what they're living off of. It's what they're, I guess, enjoying for the lack of a better term. But with that being said, you know, the, the frequency of, of love and light is... Mm. 10,000 times more of what, you know, the frequency of fear and anger is. So, because a lot of people um, that I've talked to anyhow, you know, they're concerned that not enough people have woken up. Yes. And that is, it's, it's irrelevant. It's yes. totally irrelevant. They don't, that. and that, they just don't understand that the power of, of light yeah. and energy yes. and of themselves, you know? Yes, because I was hearing recently that basically um, it's like an, a grid, it's a network. So, and just as soon as there's more than one person together, then it amplifies it way more. Yeah. And, you know, we have to realize that there's never been a time where there are so many people yes. awake to their own power and their own light than there is right now. Yeah, so true. Well, it's a beautiful thing too, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, I was going to say that, yeah, my personal interpretation is, I mean, I guess there 
is a bit of a depopulation agenda, but I feel like for me it makes more sense say uh what's that word eugenics and i think you speak about this a lot when you're both it's it's this i feel like what's happening now is this awakening it's the like i always say the great awakening and then but obviously that's got connotations and all sorts but whatever (laughs) and then um like you say the light is increasing, we're becoming more aware, we're becoming aware of this evil that has existed forever, like what it seems like forever. And uh, they're trying to stop us from, I feel like you speak about this, yeah. Yeah. And we'll never stop. Like, we'll never stop. I know, I'll never stop. Yeah. Ever. You know? Mm -hmm. And um, the people that I've met, including yourself now. They'll never stop. You'll never stop. Yeah, man. It's just... uh, Yeah. No, I know. I I don't know if you saw that Kanye interview (laughs) recently. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, yeah. He's so funny, but it's really good. And... Yeah, and he... At one point, he just says, you know... God molds warriors in a different way, and I was born for this. Like, I'm just like, yes. <laughs> Love so it. true, you know? Yeah. So true. Yeah. But yeah, you know, and it's even, it's people like him too, or that are. Yes. You know, people, are, people are kind of perking up going. What's he talking about? What's he saying? Yeah. But obviously, it's, it's it's crazy because, you know, and he kept saying it as well in an interview because there's this whole concept, like, he's crazy, got bipolar, mental yeah. health, you know, and then he, he just kept saying that it's not working anymore. And I just love that. It's not working. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. Well, you, you remember Mel Gibson, right? Like, you, how they made, this was a long time ago, but they made him out to be, like, crazy because he was speaking out. What yeah, was he just basically speaking out about the cabal and and about oh yeah, and they just destroyed him in the media. Said that he's like lost his mind. He's an addict. He's crazy. Is just his career was destroyed, and now he's speaking out again. And Is he? He never was, yeah. he never was crazy. It's so funny. Sorry, say again? He was just speaking the truth. Yes. It's so funny how it's it's like, you're crazy. Yeah. That's just That's sensitive in itself. Yeah. Yeah, you're crazy. You're, you're a conspiracy theorist and you're you're crazy. Mm. Like, no, no, I'm not. <laughs> what you're saying, it's interesting because that's why I feel like, you know, Jim Carrey, the way yeah. he does it is different because... You know, he does it in this way where it's not obvious, yeah. and and he kind of, is, I guess he's he wants to say something. It seems like he wants to say something, but he can't um, reel too much, to in an obvious way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And you know what? I mean, there's something to that too, right? A lot of people hear what he says in. Yes. Yes. In a roundabout way, 
Totally. And he's not easily cancelled or censored or... Yes. Yes. It's seen as crazy. And, um, I mean, yeah, totally. And someone like Kanye, like, he's huge. You know, it's wild. Like, that's that's a big (laughs) influence, you know. Yeah, so... um, Say again? He sees it. Yes. And he's not afraid to speak about it. No, he, yeah. It's so crazy. I mean, obviously, he's got some random, wild, some sometimes as well. It's just yeah. like, oh. But, you know, when you just resonate, it's like... Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. And, you know, in all honesty, I think you have to have a little bit of... Um, I don't want to use the word crazy, but mm. you have to have a little fire mm-hmm. in you. Love that. To be able to use your voice and speak yes. about the world today. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it takes, it, I mean, I feel like I've been reflecting on that lately. Like, it takes a lot. A lot of people are afraid. A lot of people, like I have one friend who's like, I can't use Instagram anymore. It's too much anxiety. Yeah, mad. <laughs> and you know, and and again, the big message is there's there's nothing to be afraid of. Mm. You know, there just isn't. Most of the fear that we're seeing, it's just all an illusion. It's it's being thrown at us so that. We'd stay fearful, you know, yeah. and, and stay small. Yeah, totally. I mean, this whole thing, like, oh, you need to do this on this. And, and you can't, if you don't get this, you can't do it. It's like, Pete said it amazingly in the interview, the um, common law researching guy. He was like, at one point, you have to stand up to the bully. <laughs> yeah. to realize who they truly are and I always use the analogy you know some it takes a brick others it takes a brick wall others it takes the entire building to come down but eventually you know um, eventually more and more people are going to start stepping into their power Mm. yeah and that's exactly what you said they don't want us you always I feel like you're always saying this you know that's the whole point. They don't want us to realize. <laughs> no, that's the last thing they want. Mm. Because they know that once we realize that their time is over. Mm. Why it's so loud out there right now. Like they're panicking. You know, people think that loud. they aren't in control. They are out oh. of control. They are losing control. Yeah. They're not in control. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, listen, it's so strange using that word they. I, I find it strange using it. And 
because it makes it seem like there's this, like loads of people and you know what I mean and like they're in control and like and it's just contributes to like conspiracy and which is really hard to comprehend because it does that's not how it works <laughs> you know But yeah, they are, there's, there's nothing to be afraid of. Like there truly isn't. We, to exist in a mindset of you have everything you need. You have all the wisdom, all the knowledge, all the love, all the power that you need to navigate these times. There's nothing to be afraid of. And we're watching a system, we're watching an old system die. They're not getting stronger. They're not gaining in power. They're dying. That's very true. Yeah. It's very, and I feel like, what I've noticed is that there's more, there's there's different people speaking out now. Like three years later, they're saying the same thing, but they're they're realizing now. Yeah. And also, it's, I don't know, it just feels a bit like, slowly slowly it's just becoming more and more obvious (laughs) oh it is yeah it truly is like I mean I look at the difference you know like even a year ago I was like oh man we gotta get some momentum going (laughs) (laughs) you know things aren't looking very good but I mean fast forward to today yes kidding me let's go let's go also, I feel like there were some points where there were some things you just couldn't talk about. And now, oh, right, yeah, we can talk about that now. <laughs> We're talking about everything now. Yeah. That's progress. You know, that's, that's awakening. That's, that's what we're here for. I feel like, yeah, at some points it was like, oh, no, you literally cannot say that to someone now. But then fast forward a bit, it's like, oh, Actually, we can talk about that now. <laughs> so true. <laughs> this is mad. <laughs> so true. Oh, I love it. <laughs> oh, it's so nice to just talk so openly about this, you know. <laughs> it truly is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Mm. But yeah, it is. It's just like, I don't know. I, I personally have never felt more alive um, than I have these past couple of years in my entire life. I've never mm. felt more alive. Yeah, I resonate. One of my friends, we, we were like, I met her in 2020 yeah. and she became a really good friend and she was, and I was totally agree with her. We were like, this is probably the best year of my life. Absolutely. It's- <laughs> So true. Yeah. So true. And I mean, I would have to say the same thing. I mean, we've also, you know, we've dealt with. Yes. You know, with things as well. But this is probably the greatest time of my life. Yes. Yeah, totally. I also feel like for me, in a way, it was like I was, I've been doing this podcast since 2018. I think it was the end of 2017, maybe when I kind of birthed it. So it felt like, I don't know, people just weren't ready. Now it's like, oh, time to shine. (laughs) (laughs) And now everybody's ready. (laughs) Yeah, it's mad. 
And it is, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to witness and it's a beautiful thing to see. And, mm. you know, what, what a beautiful life that we can create for ourselves mm. um, for the remainder of our time on this planet. When we see through everything, step into our power and just, um, mm. It can be daunting, I feel, just because of the conditioning, which runs really deep. But I completely agree with what you say. Is that there is nothing to be afraid of. And also, you know, it's scary if you've taken the injection and you're realizing now that is definitely scary. But even still, if you are realizing, then you can realize that you still have a choice. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, um, you know, I, I, I truly believe, too, that uh, divine intervention guided those placebos to yes. people who were going to awaken to what has actually happened. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, because, I mean, yeah, they would have made that choice before. <laughs> yeah, I truly do. Um, yeah, that resonates with every fiber of my being. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it's an exciting time. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? Like, I'm just always so intrigued to, I mean, to know and to hear what other people think about, you know, moving forward and how it plays out and... It really feels like we're at the start, you know. <laughs> we are at the start. Um, and, you know, we've we've been here many times before. We've mm. been at this precipice many times before. We do. We're victorious this time. We do win. Um, that I just know. We are at the beginning. And... This is why it's, there is, I don't believe there is any big momentous thing that's going to happen. We mm. are, we are in the middle of the destruction of an old system and the creation of a new one. And every day when we wake up, we have a choice as to which part we want to give our energy to and participate in. We can give our energy and attention to the media and, and the destruction and the fear mongering, or we can give our attention to love and light and creation of the new. We will experience these next, I don't know how many years, however we want to experience them. Mm. Yeah. However we want to experience them because you can, in fact, when you embrace your sovereignty, when you commit to doing the inner work, and the inner work is the most important part as far as I'm concerned. Totally agree. <laughs> yeah. And when you commit to being a sovereign being and you do your inner work, whatever is happening around you does not face you. Mm. you see it. 
You see it, you acknowledge it, you speak about it, because that's what we're here to do, but it does not phase you. It doesn't rock your nervous system. It doesn't instill fear in you. It doesn't bring about worry because anger. anger. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. When you can detach from the old system, when you can detach, when you can move the trauma through your body, because the collective shadow outside is directly affecting the collective shadow inside. Mm -hmm. It's one of the same. Yes. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So we get to choose. We get to choose how we experience and move through this evolution and consciousness every single day. It's up to us. Yeah. Love that. Powerful choice again. Yeah, I think what you said there was so important. <laughs> um, and now I also think that's the opportunity and the challenge, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, it's funny, I even find too, just on my Instagram posts or my stories, when I, you know, when I talk about, I don't know, for example, I don't even know. When I just put out a post regarding, you know, humanity's awakening or whatever, we have to stop into our power. But when I, I get everyone engages with it and they love it. Yeah. Then when I talk about actually doing the work, it's like crickets. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. The same. It's yeah. the same. And it's like, okay, people, well, in order to get here, we have to do this first. Yes. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to do that, uh, you know, is, and that is, that's what's, that, that's what takes us to where we need to yeah. go. Yeah, I mean, I hope that uh, more people step into doing that work, or not more, well, more, but like whoever is, needs to, will, you know. Yeah, I guess it's, so, yeah. it's just, it's so important. It is, and it's really crazy because it feels like it feels like you know you can ask questions about what's happening in the world. People can, might be a bit confused about what's going on, but again, the answer is simple: do the work. That's do it. The work. And, do the work. But it's like I think it's the conditioning of the matrix because because it's this drama cycle, and you want to be concerned about what's happening in all these other countries, and and then it's just like. But then actually it distracts you from. <laughs> and that's, that's exactly what's happening. And, and, and people just don't realize that everything that they're being bombarded with mm. is on purpose to distract yes. them from themselves. Yes. From doing the work. Yes. So true. Yeah. And, and I feel like the, the shift and the change and where we're going is actually requiring stillness, you know. So true. I know you said it earlier. I mean, this is just completely resonant resonance, I think. But yeah, people often think you have to fight, you have to go, we have to fight, we have to. That's just not. I've never believed that either. It just oh. never resonated. <laughs> no. And again, you know, it's just 
everything. And it's like to actually admit this to yourself is almost impossible, but everything, almost everything that you think, almost everything that you are or were, it's, it's all been programmed into you. All of it, you know, inadvertently by your parents because they didn't know any better. And on purpose, by, okay. you know, corporations, government, like the matrix in general. And to actually comprehend the fact that you're not who you think you are, or you're not who you truly are, mm. that's, that's heavy. Yeah. It's heavy. heavy. It's heavy, and I feel like it's also because we know we's, we've been walking this. We went, we you know, went through many initiations. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking yeah. now. Actually, that's a really good way of putting it. You know, it's people when people ask, "Yeah, but who's they?" It's like, well, how do you describe the matrix? Because people understand the matrix, you know. The Matrix. <laughs> it's true. Mm. Yeah, fascinating. So where, what do you feel like? Because I feel like, yeah, so we've spoken a bit about how things are kind of speeding up a bit and, you know, the agenda to population, also agenda 2030, all this stuff that I guess you're definitely aware of. How do you feel like, what do you sense is like how the play out wait like in the next 10 years or something <laughs> i think i mean like you mentioned earlier um humanity has split there is there is a, there is a definite split in humanity now um i think they're going to try and implement a lot of things i think they they're going to be somewhat successful in the digital currency um, mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to be very successful with the digital ID. Um, and I don't think, like, I mean, even if we look back over the last three years, everything that they try, everything that they've tried to do or to implement, has kind of failed. I mean, yes. right? Like it's, yep. it's failed. Yeah, that's very true. And I think we're going to continue to see that same pattern as we go forth. And, you know, I don't think, like, you know, there's so many people, there's so many fear mongers out there going, oh, you know, the new world order is, <laughs> life is, yeah, you know, yeah. the end of the world. And, that's not going to happen. Like, it's just not. Um, we're definitely going to see if a new financial system, like our financial system is on the verge of, it's, it's, it's crashing. Worldwide, right? Not Worldwide. Just, yeah, yeah. How can it not? I mean, it's a debt-based system. Our money is yeah. completely worthless. Um, debt-based Ponzi scheme, as Pete Oh, totally. That's exactly what it was. <laughs> so good. You know, so is the Canadian real estate uh, industry. It's a Ponzi scheme. Like, that's falling as we speak. Um, again, detachment is key. Yeah. Detachment is key. 
Yes. People, people who believe that their money and their possessions define them are going to get a rude awakening yes. in the next 12 months. Yes. Rude awakening. Yes. Um, and you know what? It's it's good because it's going to push them to do some, to face some stuff that they have been running from from their entire lives. Mm. So I think they're, you know, they're trying to implement these things and they're going to be somewhat successful to a degree. And it's just kind of going to falter out is, is how I see, um, you know, the next five, three to five years uh, playing out. And as more of this, as they try to implement more and gain more control, it just inevitably pushes more people into their power, wakes more people up. Mm. And, um, you know, it probably is going to get a little messy because, well, we've never been here before. Um, we have a dying financial system um, and we're going to have to figure things out that way. But mm. again, you know, detachment is, is key. Yeah. It will change. What, um, yeah, the financial system, it's just crazy to even imagine because I think it it's, it's all going to collapse. I do too. Like then, so, yeah, I guess it's difficult from where we are now to imagine what that would be like. <laughs> yeah, I can't, my mind can't comprehend what, um, where we're going to go from there. Yeah. But you know what? We'll, we'll figure it out. Like there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of good hearted, good intentioned awake people as well. Um, we've got the creation of web three, which I'm sort of familiar with, but not really, but you know, we have, we have our precious metals, which, you know, Problems started with the financial system back in 71 when they got rid of the gold-backed dollar. We still have our precious metals. We have um, cryptocurrency, which is still in its just baby phases. Decentralization is key, though. Mm. Sovereignty and decentralization is where we're headed. Yeah. How that's going to come to be, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but... Um, It'll guess, come together. Yeah, I, I agree. I guess, yeah, people speaking about bartering as well. I guess that, that was too. what used to happen. <laughs> that is what used to happen. And, you know, and that's the other thing, too. Like, again, we've just been so programmed mm -hmm. to, and, and we've become a very selfish um, yeah. species. Yes. You know, and I always kind of say that we wouldn't be where we are if people actually cared a little bit more yeah. about someone other than themselves. Yeah, man. And it's just... Ugh. Yeah, you know, I feel like um, in some ways it you know, people who got the injection just so that they could live their lives, it felt to me like that was quite selfish. <laughs> like, and I don't know, like, I don't know if, I'm not trying to, like, pass judgment, you know what I mean? But just, yeah. if you just, like, look at the action, you know, it's like, because like you said, for you, 
to be able to kind of detach from those wanting to go on holiday, you know. But listen, everyone's on the wherever they are on their path, so it's not like they are. But yeah, there was nothing easy about watching that too, right? I mean, you're seeing people who are happily going and do that so they can travel, and like you know, they're flaunting it, and at the same time, people are losing their career. Yes, you know, like yes, and and it's like people are doing it for this individual selfish reason, letting go of their friends just cancelling people like because of it's literally like you said this individualized selfish thing selfish selfish yeah and then also not able to even look outside to see what's happening the demonization of the un bleep <laughs> you know absolutely it's absolutely. like that's selfish uh, to so me selfish. i feel like you know what i mean do not to not say anything about it, to just sit there and just accept it. Incredibly selfish, yeah. And it was that was hard to watch, you know? That was so hard to watch. I know so many people that like, yeah, just so selfish. Yeah. And you're like, where is this coming from? Yes. And then you're like, well, it's like it's always been there. It's just, yes. we're seeing it now. Yes. And that's the other thing too. That's the other thing too. I mean, yes. These last two years, people can, there, we saw people's true colors. Oh, my 100%. Yes. There was no hiding. It's just one of those things when, you know, when you put, you know, they say to test people's character is when they're, when you go through the dirt, you know, that's it. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. It was it was there all along. <laughs> it was there. Yeah, absolutely. It was there all along. And then, you know, you, you think to yourself, okay, well, that's, yeah, that's why we never really jived. And that's why I kind of felt uncomfortable around this person. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, it all makes sense now. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so interesting. Isn't it, though? But, and then also I do kind of understand because I feel like what it is is that it's certain people living in a state of fear where they feel like they can't, they don't want to speak up, they want to speak against it, they don't want to, they don't want to get cancelled because some of them are doing the cancelling. Yeah, know? yeah. It's, it's again it takes a lot of courage to be able to do that but because but then because they're not doing that then it's like this like perpetuating yeah wrongness it's true and you know and at the same time too i mean we we witnessed just how um deeply traumaed and indoctrinated and brainwashed humanity truly is. You know, we witness that. Yeah. Yeah. And before 2020 hit, I, yeah, I thought there was like maybe like a 50% of people who like, who I thought was like me. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. And yeah no. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that's a really good word, witness. And I 
feel like that's exactly it. Like, I don't know. I feel like, you know, we can reflect on it and we can see it as it is right now. So I, I do feel like it's not to place judgment or anything, but still it's, it's, it's ugly and it's, and it's, you know, bad behaviors for some people, but that's just the way it was. And again, it's for us to bring it into our overall comprehension. So. And it's not easy, you know, and again, you know, that's why they call it the great work too. Like there's, mm. there's nothing easy about it, but at the end of the day, um, you know, if we can forgive and, and see it for what it is, it just, it makes our life easier. That's all. Yeah. And also, I mean, this is just something for me, but obviously it is because this, I'm walking this path, but why would you not want to live in reality? <laughs> Don't you want to know the truth? I know. Yeah. Yeah, there's this guy that I've um, listened to quite a few of his podcasts and um, was listening to him for a bit, um, Dr. Cherry, and he always prefaces his podcast by saying, um, truth is stranger than fiction, but wouldn't you prefer to to know the truth than to live a lie. So true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. I know. And I'm, you know, I'm of the same thought. I mean, it was truly shocking to me how many people that I knew that just, they, they didn't, they didn't, and they still kind of, they don't want to know. They don't want to know the truth. And but, for me to comprehend why you would want to live like that, I, I can't, I can't comprehend it. Mm. But also, like you said earlier, you know, maybe that's, it's not, they, they, you know, it's just not their path. <laughs> it's true. There's just so many, like, angles, so many facets. <laughs> there is. There is. Yeah, there absolutely is. And I think that's what makes it, like, I call it, my. I, there's the 3D Reina and the 5D Reina. And it's like, you know, the 3D rain is like, I can't believe they can't see it. And then, you know, the 5D yeah. rain is like, well, because they're not supposed to this time around. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. right. I love that. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So what's your um, vision for New Earth? <laughs> My vision for New Earth is... Um, absolute harmony harmony unity um with one another with nature with the animals um and us living as our true creative selves like we we're creator beings we can all we need is energy and intent, truly, to, to manifest what we want and what we want to give to the world, to, to humanity. And I just see it as a place of respect because we're all unique individuals and we all bring something special to this world. And we need to start seeing each other from a, a place, a, a place of, of, of love um, and respect for one another. 
Just harmony, you know? And I also see new earth as our bodies being healthy mm. and free of this anxiety and depression and stress and panic and all of that is gone there is no reason for humans to have disease or disorders or addictions or to suffer to the degree that we are suffering and have been suffering for centuries on this planet yeah yes there's no need for it. Yep. That is what I see. Mm. That is what I see. And mm. um, each generation, like, like the children being born right now, they see it too. They know. Like the children that are coming onto this earth at this time, you know, we're typically the pioneers. We are the pioneers of this new earth. Every child, every generation that is coming, they're here to live it. Yeah. Mm. I truly believe that. I mean, even if you look right now, um, you know, there are, there are people, even my niece, she's seven. She grounds herself. Her parents, like she, she just, she grounds herself. She tells me that she has visions. She's seven, you know? And the beauty of that is, is that as we increase the frequency on this planet. It's gonna become normal. It's gonna become normal. <laughs> yeah gonna become normal yeah. i mean it's it's crazy i feel it so deeply sometimes it's just like we're not living in the way we're supposed to and the way that we're supposed to seems crazy yeah it seems unimaginable like people can't like they're like what are you talking about yeah like like I can't happen. yeah life without doc, me western medicine like <laughs> yeah. mm. And Western medicine is just one big, it's, it's one big lie. It's one big business. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, it's profiting off of poisoning people and making them sick. Yeah. That's what Western medicine is. One big Rockefeller. <laughs> but I mean, obviously, I feel like saying stuff like that, people tend to uh, like compartmentalize into black oh, yeah. and white. We're not saying that all doctors are no. A lot of people no. go into that profession because no. they want to serve. Yeah. And uh, and it's just not black and white. Some of it is helpful, but yeah. <laughs> a lot of it it's yeah. just not the full but picture. There's there's nothing normal about the majority of the country being on antidepressants oh, or anxiety drugs. Like there's nothing normal about that, but yet it is normal. It's commonplace. That is so true. Yes. Yeah. And antidepressants. I I have Alex Zek mentioned the book that his partner read that really helped her healing. Started reading it by Dr. Kelly Brogan. Yeah. It's so good, and she goes into 
like she went through. I haven't read it, but I I love her. Her. Yeah. You know how I am. Yeah. The yeah, it's it's amazing. She, obviously, she was taught as a doctor, and then she goes through her own awakening, realizing, uh oh, what have I been doing? This isn't right. Because she has her own healing journey, and she talks about depression, the drugs, antidepressants a lot, and uh, nah. <laughs> and it's just another way to keep us numb. Like they don't want us to feel. Feeling yeah. is our is our road to our power, and they yeah. don't want us to feel. That's why there's liquor stores on every corner here. That's why there's. That's why the Canadian government, and don't get me wrong, I, I see nothing wrong with weed. Like, nothing. You want to smoke it, go ahead. But they legalized it and put weed stores, like, three on every block for a reason. Because yeah. they knew this time was going to be so crazy and chaotic. And the more we can get people to numb themselves, the mm. easier it's going to be for us. Yeah. It's the road to the power, and it's the road to healing, feeling. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. and that's where that's just where we are now we've all got so much healing to do so much yeah. detoxing so much clearing it's, it's just but it's true it is very exciting and uh, the children are very advanced 100% they are very yeah, yeah. but very so much. Yeah, um, you just say like, yeah, I feel like there is this way of like, not everyone's going to come with us. How do you, do you ha have any kind of like interpretation of that? Yeah, I know, it's so hard. <laughs> it is, but you know, I just, um, like I just, we're living it right now. True, true. <laughs> you know, like we're living it right now and it's, it's not so much, um, what am I trying to say? It's just in our being. It's in our, it's in our thinking. It's in our, mm. it's in our day to day because we're experiencing a split right now. Mm. There are people who, you know, are going for their sixth booster and wearing two masks. Mm. And then there's me, like I'm standing behind them, you know, in the checkout line, and I'm not. Mm, that's very true. Yeah. You know, and... Yeah, the split. Yeah. Like, it's happening. And I think... And we're just so... Thinking that there's going to be these... Yeah. These big things. There's no like there's no big things. They're just they just they're daily. They're I love daily. that. That's such a great interpretation. I had a friend recently, he said that he got he had some visions in two thousand and eleven or something maybe. And basically he he saw what was gonna happen, but he interpreted it as this like drastic thing. He immediately started like stocking up and telling people, and but he then we had the conversation. And we're like, yeah, sometimes it feels like that when it first comes through, when you first understand it, and then you're like, hang on, no, that's not really the way it's gonna play out in real life. <laughs> sure. 
Mm. And I think, and we're just going to continue. Um, it's just going to continue like that. Yeah, yeah. And it's just a, it's a, that's why it's just so important to um, do the work and, you know, be, be, be cautious about yes. where you give your attention to. Yes, and realize the choice that you're making. And I guess, like you said as well, every day, you said every day you have a choice whether you want to focus on the dying world or create this new. Totally. Yeah. There's so much, so much to create. <laughs> And you know what? And, and this time is just—it's just such a such a grand time. If I mean, if you if you want to to shift your perspective, and if you want to concentrate, like I said, on the new instead of the old, anything is possible. Anything you mm. can do whatever you want. Yes. Mm. Everybody has a sole purpose here. And it's not, you know, to work a nine to five job and have your weekends off and retire at 65, man. That is not your purpose. That's literally, I feel like that's just slavery. Like, that's what? slavery. <laughs> and not to mention they take 30, 30 to 40% of what you make. Mm. That's, that is modern day, that's slavery. Mm. But they've convinced you. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people are going to be losing their jobs in the next yes twelve months, and and um, it may seem catastrophic, and it very well will be catastrophic for a lot of people. But you know, chaos breeds beauty; mm-hmm. just does. Mm. Yeah. I was intrigued, um, just wind a bit about what it was specifically that made you walk away from that relationship that you were in for twenty years. Um There was, I just, I remember sitting on my balcony by myself and I was like, I can't do this anymore. There was just a, a voice inside of me just saying, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where I'm going to go. I don't know how I'm going to do it. Um, but I just can't do this to myself anymore. And I will add because um, I said I, I left and I came back and I think it was, it was four times. And each time I came back, I mean, the same thing happened. Like it was just, I'm like, oh God, I shouldn't have done this. And then I remember the fourth time I was there and I was just an utter like distraught and whatever. And I, I opened up my laptop 
And I Googled something about abusive relationships. I can't mm. remember exactly what it was. And anyways, the first thing that popped up was on average, it takes a person seven times to leave an abusive relationship for good. And I thought to myself, if I do this one more time, I'm not going to make it. Like I'm li literally not going to make it. So what do you mean by that? Um, mentally and emotionally, I was, I probably would have killed myself to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like it was just, it was that, uh, it was that, it was that dark at that time. And yeah. And I thought to myself, if I, if I leave again and I come back for a, you know, three more times, I'm not going to make it. Gotcha. And that was it. And that, that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. You know, and in all honesty, like now I'm in a, I'm at a point in my life where, I mean, I, I forgive and understand. Him. Like, yes. you know, like I don't, I don't blame him for anything. Like we, we had a contract to come together. We, we both came from trauma. We, we both came from trauma and our relationship was a trauma bond essentially. Yeah. yeah. And I grew as a person and um, I became who I am today. And it was something that I chose to experience. Yes. I hold no ill will. It is what it is. Yeah. Right? Man. Yeah. amazing and I'm so happy that you are in that position that you can feel that and experience it and it's powerful it's so powerful yes. and I completely agree with you I had the same with my ex and in all honesty that triggered my awakening that relationship afterwards my life whole life changed everything and it was like boom it was drastic and uh, and yeah, I completely, yeah, I chose that. That was me. We had that yes. um, contract, whatever, you know, previously, this was the lesson. <laughs> I like what you said. That was my lesson, you know? It was, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. When you can, um, when you can understand that, when you can understand it from, from that level, it's, um, and that's the other thing, too. I mean, when we can begin to understand that everything we've gone through, we've chose to experience on this yes. earth, we pull ourselves out of victim mentality. Yes. And when we're out of victim mentality is when we become empowered yes. individuals. Sovereign, yeah, exactly. And it all requires responsibility, like yeah. you were saying earlier. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's so true. And the, that, that journey of um, coming out of the victim then and forgiving forgiveness like Absolutely. and and what you said you know we both had, what did you say we had um trauma bond yes yeah yeah exactly and i recognize what i recognize in that relationship is that he did love me mm -hmm. but that was his understanding of love that's yes. all he knew yes. and uh, and then it's like that's really sad Absolutely. Because, you know because i know that that's 
not true. And I, I have to walk away, but then, yeah, obviously, yeah, whole process of forgiving and then, yeah, just completely coming to um, equanimity with it all, you know? <laughs> and also, just what you said earlier about Google. When when I was in the relationship, I was, I was on Google. That's oh, where yeah. we learned about gaslighting. It's like, it was weird. It's like I knew something was happening, but I didn't know what it was. And yes i remember i'd always google is dot 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 is this normal and then i would put dot 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 is this normal that's that would be like my google history is this normal is this normal he did this is this normal (laughs) yeah 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 it's mad but like it definitely helped because it gave me the like a framework to understand did you speak to him about it um no Um, and when I left, like the very last time I actually had to cut, like he was, he's a very strong narcissistic personality disorder. So there was just, he would never, like he kept, you know, please come back. I like, it was just, it was very, um, like for the lack of a better word, he fucked my mind up. It's like very very badly. So I had to cut all ties. Uh Like lock phone numbers, everything. And I, I haven't talked to him since that night I left actually. And I'm okay with it. Like I'm good. You know, I did what I had to do internally. Um, Yeah. So did you like go through the forgiveness without speaking to him? Basically you managed to just move through it. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I I was like, brought it up. I was like, yo, this is happening. I think this is what's going on. Like, <laughs> And then he was like, you know what? I think you're right. Like, it was really weird at some points. He would get it. And then next minute, the cycle would just continue again. I was like, oh. But the emotional abuse, I swear it's the worst. It's- oh, it's the worst. Oh, yeah. The mo- yeah. Yeah, it does a number on you for sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah, well, I spent, yeah, after that, I spent about a year and a half at my parents, like, recovering. Recovering. Wow. Were you working or? Somewhat. Um, I was a mortgage broker, so, you know, I just, I kind of worked, I always worked from home and stuff, so I didn't have an office to go into, but, um, I lost a lot of business during that year and a half because I was just kind of doing the minimum, right? Um, so yeah, it just uh, my entire world came crumbling down. Yeah, which was a gift in itself too. Yes, yes, yeah, totally. I feel, sorry, I feel like this is a this is the most important thing is just to recognize that you know we are the creators. And everything that is happening is happening for us. So true. So true. Mm. So true. It's mad. And like and the trauma as well, like I remember just reading about it later. That really helped that gave me so much uh, understanding of what was happening to me. And I learned about that because I just didn't really know. And uh, I remember reading one of Peter Levine's books, he said something like Sometimes it can take six months 
between the incident and then when you actually start getting PTSD. And that was literally like six months since I broke up since, you know, well, actually since he was physically abusive one time. And then it just went boom. <laughs> and even today, like, um, I mean, I'm in a relationship. I've been in a relationship for close to six years now. And, um, you know, thank God he's just, he's, he's, he's an amazing man. But I still, like, there's still stuff that I, um, that trigger me from, from my, my past. Like it's, and I've done so much work on it, but still to this day, you know, and there's no rhyme or reason for it other than the fact that it's just, it's still in there. And, um, you know, I found that that's one thing that a lot of people, or that I have found that don't really talk about, like they talk about, you know, leaving an abusive relationship like how to get out and and all that kind of stuff but they don't talk about the effects afterwards on your mind and on your emotional being and and um you know moving on to your next relation like it just you know leaving is 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 the easy part mm. in the grand scheme of things yes honestly it is but it is but yeah what yeah. i'm saying is what it does uh yeah. you know well this is the thing i feel like what i realize is that i didn't realize how people can mess you up so much but at the same time i allowed that i you know that was my i went in there willingly <laughs> yeah, me too and i stayed there willingly mm. you know and again, you know, it comes down to, to self-worth and and self-love and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, all of it. And you don't know what we don't know. There's also a lot of self-forgiveness. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's um it's been a journey. Yeah, amazing. The um I love I'm that's really interesting what you said about the new relationships and the, the yeah. One thing that I feel like I've come to recognize now is that I was single for like six years after that. Obviously, me, but there wasn't really any relationships. Yeah. And then um, now I'm also in a relationship. Yeah. And I feel like I did so much work as well. And like, it just felt like, oh my word, I was spending, like, I took my journey seriously. And then... I kind of just thought that the relationship was going to be easier, but this just was not the case. <laughs> and now, and I think I read somewhere and I was just like, this is so on point. Like that work was just preparation for the work. Do you know what I mean? That work was preparation for the real work. And when you're in a relationship, that's when that's the real container, you know? Relationships are the ultimate container for growth. Mm. ultimate ultimate yeah and like you and said it, triggers just kept you know <laughs> and it it never ends yes. that's it never ends and that's why it's just so important 
you know, not to be hard on ourselves and just to take mm -hmm. it as it comes and because um, it never ends. There's no, there's no destination to get to. There's no, you know, fully completely done and, and, and healed and, um, and that's okay. Mm. That's okay. Mm. Right. We just, um, but the more we go through and the more work we do, the wiser we get. Um, and the more readily we course correct when we move off course and, um, yeah, that's how I found it. it just works for me. Yeah. I mean, I I always say that, and I feel like it's so true. The journey never ends. But then never. at the same time, I feel like, you know, well, the destination really is inner peace. And it's like, true. what you, you were saying as well is you look back and those things are stopped. Those voices are stopped. There's, you know... So it's, it's mad. And even the vision of New Earth that you shared, it's like this place we're going to now is where everything is calm, you know? So it's funny because I feel like, you know, it is continuous, but I feel like we're, we're also going to be in a whole different state. Oh, we will. Yeah. Yeah. At the same time. <laughs> But obviously. And that's why it's it's like that's what makes it um, like we're in two worlds. Yes. Like, at, one, at one time. Yes. Like you know, I'm I'm in 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 three D here, and then there's times when I'm in the five, and you just bounce back and forth, mm. and it's um, it's it's yeah. tough. Yeah, and also the focus is not to be so concerned about that destination because it's going to happen when it's going to happen and it doesn't really matter like you said <laughs> about what it's about how you choose to live in the moment mm. that's, what, that's what it's all about mm -hmm. wow that's yeah. what it's all about yeah I love that amazing <sighs> so I feel like you shared that um question that I usually ask people about freedom. <laughs> what did you say about it? No. <laughs> yeah. I would like to ask you what what is your definition of freedom? What does it mean to you? <laughs> My definition of freedom is to be able to stand in this world and regardless of what is going on around me to be true to myself, to always remind myself that I have a choice. Nobody tells me what I can and can't do or what I have to do. And as long as I detach from things, I will always, always be in control of my life. That's what freedom means to me. Mm -hmm. Standing solidly in what I believe for myself and not wavering for anybody. Anybody. Regardless of anything. There's yeah. nothing that anybody can make me do, make me feel I'm in control of. 
absolutely everything, my mind, my spirit, and my body. To me, that's freedom. Mm. Love that. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. So good talking to you. Yeah, it was actually a really great conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. So nice to just be able to share reflections on this period of time. <laughs> it really is. And yeah, your journey as well, like, wow. Big, yeah, big initiations. Sounds like. Yeah. But also, I just love speaking to people who are in their power. You know, like, they've, done, they've been through the hard parts. And also, we and need that. That's the thing, you know, nine times out of 10, people who are standing solidly in their power have, have essentially yes. walked through some hell. Exactly. And that's how we, you know, can come to recognize it clearer in other ways. I, 100%. It doesn't look like it sometimes. People assume, but always. Just always. always different paths of uh, yeah, suffering and <laughs> and I feel like yeah we totally we need we need people you know people who've walked through so much so that we know that so that we can see what it looks like on absolutely the other side. absolutely yeah. you know and that's where being the beacon of light comes in that's yeah. that's why we're here to show that there is another side to to where we've been and, and what we've been living in yes yeah. yeah and like you were saying there's another way of living you don't have to live like that at the start <laughs> amazing do you have any final words to share to anyone who might be coming into realization of what's happening just um i think it's it's just just to know that we're being asked right now the number one thing that we are being asked to do is to um, you know go inside and take a look at ourselves and and realize who we truly are because in order for this shift a shift it's not supposed to stand still it's supposed to shift it's supposed to keep moving so we keep it moving by doing the work by feeling by speaking our truth we need to keep it moving mm. Mm. I love that we need to keep it moving. Yeah. Yeah. Momentum. Okay. Change. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Very powerful one. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you for uh, thank you for inviting me. Mm. Yeah, eventually we got there. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. All, all, all in divine timing. Always happens. Yeah, that's so true. So true. <laughs>
Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and to this podcast. We hope that you can gain many insights through the art of listening. If you haven't already, we would love it if you can follow us on YouTube, on Instagram, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if that feels right for you. We've also just launched our first online course, Awakening 101 a ninja's guide to navigating your spiritual awakening which is led by me and is offered via donation so if you feel called to that then please dive in it's available via our website thank you